St. Joe Bears boys varsity basketball is on the air. Hi, everybody. Welcome to St. Joseph High School for a rare matchup between two close neighbors as the Coloma Comets come calling by the lake. I'm Joel Cordes, and I'm thrilled to bring you the game of the week here on 94.9 WSJM St. Joe. Two and two overall coming into this one as they host their one and one in the conference. Coming off that win against Lakeshore, a 58-53 affair over at Lakeshore High School all the way back on December 15th. That's right. We got snowed out, of course, on uh, the 22nd when St. Joe was supposed to be at Matawan. And uh, Coloma coming into this one 0-4 on the season. They are 0-1 in their conference. Their previous opponent, a loss versus Galesburg Augusta in Coloma. That was a 64-59 final. Coloma also got snowed out, of course, on the 22nd. They were supposed to be playing Dowagiak. We've got a great game here in St. Joseph. Ready to go. We'll get to the interview with coach greg schaefer we'll get to the notables and uh, historic records between these two teams and of course the starting lineups and the opening tip all of that and more coming up very very soon here on 94.9 wsjm At Crown Point Communities of Stevensville, their residents and families enjoy a sense of community and the help of an excellent staff. And now, Crown Point is pleased to introduce a delicious new menu featuring homemade entrees like garlic butter pasta with chicken, baked salmon, and made-from-scratch mashed potatoes and gravy. Mm -mm. My daughter keeps dropping by. I'm glad to see her, but it's funny. She always comes around dinner time. Independence Senior Living at Crown Point includes 24-hour staffing and emergency response, cleaning and laundry service, a wonderful peace of mind, and a sense of community. All reasons why people love living at Crown Point. With a new made-from-scratch menu of delicious meals, and don't forget the homemade pies and desserts. Learn more at crownpointcommunities.com. Call 429-7200 for a tour. It's where you go to live. Hi, I'm Rob Wolf, CEO of Wolf Financial Advisory. Are you tired of running up and down the financial court of life? Do you have an end game strategy to pursue your financial goals? We can help. Go to wolffinancialadvisory.com and schedule your complimentary meeting so we can put your winning game plan in action today. Securities and advisory services are offered through USA Financial Securities. Member FINRA SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Here's Rich Brandt and Tara Halsey from Insurance Management Service, your local auto owner's agency in St. Joseph and Niles. In a world where everything is chaotic and changing, we are at least consistent here in the community and for them as well. You know, when you purchase something online, it's it's you trying to navigate through whatever issues you may have with the claim online or maybe by telephone with somebody in another state. As where if, you know, we're, we're their local independent agent, we're able to really put forth, you know, our expertise and knowledge and work with the adjuster and have meetings with the client here in our office or at their home or wherever it may be to make sure that's handled properly. They want somebody that's there with them. They don't want to have to be emailing somebody and telling them that their house is on fire. They want to be able to talk to someone, someone that they know, someone that they can put a face to. Some things are too important to buy online. IMS, your local auto owners agency in St. Joseph and Niles. We're watching over you. IMS, insurance management service. 
Making a big decision for your business means weighing many factors. One to keep in mind today is product availability. Waiting for a big out-of-town or out-of-state company to deliver can take three to six months. This is Jeff Parrott from Parrott Company. In addition to award-winning quality, our shop copiers and products are averaging three to six-week turnaround. Supply chain issues are real, but three to six months versus three to six weeks is no comparison. Local service versus out-of-town service. Compare it to Parrot. News, talk, sports. 94.9 WSJM. Welcome back, everybody. Joel Cordes hanging out with you here on 94.9 WSJM. It's the game of the week as the St. Joseph Bears host the Coloma Comets in boys' varsity basketball action earlier tonight. St. Joe defeated the Comets 48-23 in JV action. And during that one, I got a chance to catch up with Coach Greg Schaefer from St. Joe talking about tonight's game. Here with Coach Greg Schaefer of the St. Joe Bears. Coach, the long holiday break is a blessing overall, but it's a challenge for high school basketball teams to stay focused and growing. What do you guys work on during the break practices to stay ready? Well, we we try to fine-tune the things that we already have in, probably put a few new wrinkles in uh, with, with the extra time in between games. But uh, we, we had a good uh, holiday break. We kept working, and I think we'll be ready is almost like starting a second season now that you've seen this team for four games what do you build off of and what do you improve on well we're always looking for consistency on both sides of the ball so in our last game we were really consistent offensively but had some breakdowns defensively we're going to try and clean those things up tonight and hopefully play play well on both sides of the ball you haven't faced Coloma since the 2014-15 season. Well, this is a cool matchup given the close proximity of the two communities. What do you know about the Comets coming into this one, and must, what must the Bears do to be successful tonight? They're an improving team. Every game, um, they've gotten better, and uh, we know they're going to bring their best effort tonight, and uh, we need to bring our A game in order to uh, match their intensity. But uh, um, they... They, they play very well on the open floor. Um, they're pretty aggressive going to the basket. And uh, they've really cleaned up their execution game by game. So um, we're expecting a tough opponent and a good game. Good luck tonight, Coach. Thank you. Thank you. That's Coach Greg Schaefer of the St. Joseph Bears as they get set to host the Coloma Comets here on 94.9 WSJM in the game of the week. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get to the notables and history in this game, followed by the starting lineup and the opening tip, plus a special guest to introduce tonight. That's all coming up next here on 94.9 WSJM. One size fits all? There's no such thing. Life isn't that standardized. Everyone is different. When it comes to medicine, truer words were never spoken. Sometimes a prescription for you, a loved one, or even a pet require compounding to avoid an allergic reaction or even converting from a solid pill to a liquid. Rogers Pharmacy fills compound prescriptions. A service that causes some to drive out of town to fill is happily provided by your family-owned food store and pharmacy. Rogers Foodland, the family food store. 
Have you ever missed an anniversary? Siemens and Bridgman almost did. Siemens is celebrating 40 years of being a Chrysler dealer. For the rest of the month, they'll be celebrating those 40 years with discounting most of their Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram inventory. Selection is great with over 50 Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram vehicles in stock. Combining those discounts with newly announced year-end incentives makes the celebration even better. See Siemens and Bridgman today. You might be really glad you did. Hey, it's Johnny, and I'm here at Campbell Ford Lincoln in Niles, and I'm hanging out here with Brian Lairs, and I gotta say, Brian, it took me a while to find a parking spot because you got so many cars here. Tell me about what's going on here. We have the area's largest selection of pre-owned vehicles here. I think we got about 120, 125 used vehicles on the ground. 70 of those are certified pre-owned vehicles, and all those certified vehicles come with a 7-year or 100,000-mile powertrain warranty or a 12-month or 12,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Campbell Ford Lincoln in Niles, where the best bottom line? It's always at the state line. Johnny. Hi, I'm Rob Wolf, CEO of Wolf Financial Advisory. Are you tired of running up and down the financial court of life? Do you have an end game strategy to pursue your financial goals? We can help. Go to wolffinancialadvisory.com and schedule your complimentary meeting so we can put your winning game plan in action today. Securities and advisory services are offered through USA Financial Securities. Member FINRA SIPC, a registered investment advisor. News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM. Joel Cordes hanging out with here on 94.9 WSJM St. Joseph. Welcome back, everybody. It's the game of the week. The Bears hosting the Coloma Comets. As we mentioned previously, St. Joe 2-2 two two coming into this game overall. Coloma 0-4. And, and it's been a long time since these two teams have seen one another. 15 season, St. Joe won 68-49. The Bears lead the all-time series 22-5. And they've won 11 in a row in this matchup. Coach uh, Greg Schaefer of the Bears that we heard from earlier tonight. 200 wins, 175 losses. He's in his 18th season at St. Joseph. And for the Comets, Curtis McFall, the coach, 36 wins, 30 losses. Good for a 54% winning percentage in his fourth season at Coloma. He was, of course, you probably remember that name, an All-State player at Benton Harbor as well. We haven't seen the Comets yet here on 94.9 WSJM this season. It'll be our first look at them. Uh, so we look back at what they did last year as well for listeners. They were 7-8 and eight and finished third in the southwestern north portion of that conference. They were 9-13 and 13 overall. And they... Uh, introduce as well starting lineups opening tip coming along the way too and girls basketball action last night Wyoming Lee defeated New Buffalo 35-29 Parchment down Bangor 49-25 Bridgman defeated Fenville 30-21 and Lawrence notched a 46-22 victory over Battle Creek Academy tonight on the boys schedule Niles is at Lakeshore, Buchanan at New Buffalo, Covert at Kalamazoo Phoenix, Fenville's on the road at Bridgman, Allegan is at Water Valite, Goebbels plays up at South Haven, and Wyoming Lee will play Bangor. Girls basketball tonight in the area, Allegan is at. One more quick break. When we come back, we'll 
talk to our special guest who's hanging out with me for the evening in this one. We'll get to the starting lineups and the opening tip. That's all coming up next here on 94.9 WSJM. I cooked and cleaned for years and years, and believe me, I've done my share of dishes. But I don't cook or clean anymore, and I never have to do the dishes. Because now, I live at Crown Point. At Crown Point of Stevensville, people love the warm, friendly environment and the personal care. But most of all, they love the food. They cook breakfast for me. Our dining room has big picture windows, and sometimes we see deer or wild turkeys. I think they heard about our breakfast, and they want some too. Independent senior living. At Crown Point includes 24-hour staffing, emergency room response, and much more. There's always lots of side dishes and two entrees at dinner. I like Karen's garlic chicken, but my favorite? It's butternut squash ravioli. I think my daughter's a bit jealous. Security, peace of mind, and a sense of community are why residents love living at Crown Point of Stevensville. Learn more at crownpointcommunities.com or call 429-7200 for a tour. Crown Point Communities of Stevensville. It's where you go to live. Here's Rich Brandt and Tara Halsey from Insurance Management Service, your local auto owner's agency in St. Joseph and Niles. In a world where everything is chaotic and changing, we are at least consistent here in the community and for them as well. You know, when you purchase something online, it's it's you trying to navigate through whatever issues you may have with the claim online or maybe by telephone with somebody in another state. As where if, you know, we're, we're their local independent agent, we're able to really put forth, you know, our expertise and knowledge and work with the agency adjusters and have meetings with the client here in our office or at their home or wherever it may be to make sure that's handled properly. They want somebody that's there with them. They don't want to have to be emailing somebody and telling them that their house is on fire. They want to be able to talk to someone, someone that they know, someone that they can put a face to. Some things are too important to buy online. IMS, your local auto owners agency in St. Joseph and Niles. We're watching over you. It never fails. Everyone's trying to get projects done, and then the printer shuts down. Waiting for a big out-of-town or even out-of-state company to make that service call means more lost time and revenue. This is Jeff Parrott from Parrott Company. We find that the majority of issues like this are network-related. Our veteran service team is known to successfully troubleshoot and get your office back up and running fast. Local service versus out-of-town service. Compare it to Parrott. News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Welcome back, everybody. Joel Cordes hanging out with you here at St. Joseph High School as the Bears get set to host the Comets on 94.9 WSJM. It's the game of the week, and we've got a quick turnaround coming up here on the future schedule. You don't want to miss it. Join us on the 10th. That's right, next Tuesday already. These St. Joe Bears will be close by, right next door at Benton Harbor to take on the Tigers. It'll be our first look at the Tigers. We were supposed to get them on the 22nd, but that, of course, was blizzard night, so we missed out on Water Valley at Benton Harbor. Still no word on whether that one will be rescheduled or not, but excited to uh, see the Bears and the Tigers, my oh my, coming up on Tuesday. For now, it's St. Joe and Coloma, and as I teased a little bit, I'm joined by a, uh, a special guest for me, at least. Um, if I call you an old friend, I don't want to say it as an insult, though there's plenty of those hanging out here. I'm joined tonight by the guy that I actually started my sports broadcasting career with 
a long time ago at this point. I mean, we're well over 15 years, almost pushing 20. Uh, Dan Lewig, friend from Wisconsin, and, and we did uh, a lot of work together in Minnesota back in the day when we were both much younger coming out of college and afterwards just a little bit calling games just like this uh doing division three college basketball games high school basketball games and this is the first time that you and i have gotten to call a game together though we've done some radio stuff and some podcast stuff over the years so this is the first time we've been able to to do this again in a long time and i'm really looking forward to it so dan lewig welcome in your first appearance here on 94.9 wsjm you know, when I was keeping stats the last time, uh, when we had tablets then, I needed a chisel to do it with us. So it's been a little long in the tooth uh, from uh, calling my last game, but uh, looking forward to a fun one tonight. Yeah, for sure. Again, uh, St. Joe 2-2 two two on the season. Coloma 0-4 searching for that first win. But you heard Coach Greg Schaefer in the pregame gave them a lot of respect. They can get out and run. They can push the tempo. And they've been getting better every single game. And really, that's what you want at this point. Most teams have gotten three, four, maybe five games if they were lucky prior to that Christmas break. And though a head coach will never say it, that's almost like training camp. That's almost like pre-season. Yeah, because you have that long break. You get some practices in over the holidays. And now you get into the meat and potatoes of the schedule. And you really just want to look at what do we build on? What do we improve but where do we find that consistency? Now there should be no surprises if you're the players. Yes, you're going to be implementing new things, Dan, but it's really about honing in on what you've learned and making it stick now. You're looking for that rhythm right away. Uh, you want to get a chance to get right into that meat of the schedule as you're talking about uh, whatever you saw initially, those first game jitters, first game little blips. You're looking to get that uh, course correction right away and now get into the full uh, uh full jump start on the the new year and that's what they're looking to do tonight looking for the 12th straight versus Coloma and wanting to keep that streak going yeah and like we mentioned before this is the first time in eight years essentially that these teams have seen one another dating back to that 2014-15 season was the last time they played but again two communities that are very close to one another and they used to play each other quite a bit so this is kind of a cool throwback type of game for sure Game of the week here on 94.9 WSJM is brought to you by Siemens and Bridgman. See Siemens and Bridgman for your next vehicle. You'll be really glad you did. By Rogers Foodland. Your family food store is faster, easier, and friendlier at Rogers Foodland. By Parrot Company. Compare it to Parrot. And by Insurance Management Service. Because some things are too important to buy online. See Insurance Management Service with offices in Niles and St. Joseph. We're going to take one more quick break here on 94.9 WSJM. When we come back, it's time for the starting lineups and the opening tip. It's the Bears. It's the Comets. It's coming up next here on WSJM. One size fits all? There's no such thing. Life isn't that standardized. Everyone is different. When it comes to medicine, truer words were never spoken. Sometimes a prescription for you, a loved one, or even a pet require compounding to avoid an allergic reaction or even converting from a solid pill to a liquid. Rogers Pharmacy fills compound prescriptions. A service that causes some to drive out of town to fill is happily provided by your family-owned food store and pharmacy. Rogers Foodland, the family food store. Hi, I'm Rob Wolf, CEO of Wolf Financial Advisory. Are you tired of running up and down the financial court of life? Do you have an end game strategy to pursue your financial goals? We can help. 
Go to wolffinancialadvisory.com and schedule your complimentary meeting so we could put your winning game plan in action today. Securities and advisory services are offered through USA Financial Securities. Member FINRA SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Have you ever missed an anniversary? Siemens and Bridgman almost did. Siemens is celebrating 40 years of being a Chrysler dealer. For the rest of the month, they'll be celebrating those 40 years with discounting most of their Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram inventory. Selection is great with over 50 Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram vehicles in stock. Combining those discounts with newly announced year-end incentives makes the celebration even better. See Siemens and Bridgman today. You might be really glad you did. Hey, it's Johnny, and I'm here at Campbell Ford Lincoln in Niles, and I'm hanging out here with Brian Lairs, and I gotta say, Brian, it took me a while to find a parking spot because you got so many cars here. Tell me about what's going on here. We have the area's largest selection of pre-owned vehicles here. I think we got about 120, 125 used vehicles on the ground. 70 of those are certified pre-owned vehicles, and all those certified vehicles come with a 7-year or 100,000-mile powertrain warranty or a 12-month or 12,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Campbell Ford Lincoln in Niles, where the best bottom line? It's always at the state line johnny news talk sports 94.9 wsjm Welcome back, everybody. That's the national anthem here at St. Joseph High School as the Bears get set to host the Coloma Comets here on the game of the week, 94.9 WSJM. Let's get to the starting lineups. We'll start with the Coloma Comets in the backboard. A sophomore guard, number 10, Tyrell Taylor-Owens. At another guard, a freshman, number 44, Trenton Myers. They're joined as well by number 22, TJ Parker, a senior. Up front for the Comets, number 42, Zacharias Tanner is a junior. And number 40, Adarius Jenkins is a junior as well. For the St. Joseph Bears this evening, in the backcourt, a 6-1 senior guard, number one, Jordan Brown. He's joined by a 5-9 senior guard, number four, Chase Sanders. Up front for the Bears tonight, a 6-2 senior, number 14, Luke Lehner. And a 6-foot senior, number 21, Benson Holloman, manning the middle tonight for the Bears. Number two, Matthew Lanier, a 6-4 senior. We, of course, got a chance to see the Bears just a little bit. Got a chance to see the Bears uh, against Lakeshore. But that was almost a month ago already at this point. A 58-53 win by St. Joe. What stood out to me, St. Joe started out a little bit slow in that one. It was a back-and-forth game. That's a big rivalry game between the Bears and the Lancers. 
But once the Bears settled in, especially as they got late into that second quarter, and then in that second half, they settled down, they started executing, they were running a lot of the offense for Brown and Lanier, and they found a balance, and all of a sudden the outside shooters started knocking down some shots. The defense really locked in, and even though Lakeshore made a run in that game to, to keep it close, St. Joe was really in control for nearly the entire time, and you wonder in this one if they're able to jump out early and keep Coloma off balance. We know the Comets have a little bit of that quick strike ability, that ability to get out and run, but St. Joe can play at pace as well, and if they can execute in that half-court cut down on turnovers, they're going to be in good shape. It'll be jumping for this one, Lanier, and Jenkins' tip is up and won by the Bears. Sanders will bring it down for St. Joe moving from left to right there in their white home uniforms with the navy blue numbers and a little bit of maize trim in there as well. Here's the dump inside intended by Brown. Stolen by the Comets and here comes Tanner. Comets in their away green uniforms with the white piping and a little bit of yellow trim. Here's the jumper from the left baseline by Parker. That's no good rebound by Lanier and the Bears will bring it down. Sanders crossing it to Brown. Brown from the left wing driving bounce pass to Lanier kicked out baseline jumper out of the right corner by Laner no good and ball goes out of bounds it'll remain with the Bears so on the floor again for St. Joe it's Brown Lanier Sanders Laner and Holloman here's the inbound to Lanier out to Brown finds Sanders running off the Lanier screen drives baseline kicks it into the left-hand corner, three ball by Holloman, up no good, rebound, rebounded by Taylor Owens for the Comets. He is joined by Parker, Jenkins, Tanner, and Myers. Here's Jenkins, top of the key, over to Parker. Parker off the left elbow, dribbles with that left side, and now finds Tanner. Tanner on the baseline, the pass goes to Parker, his jumper up short, no good, so minute and 15 in 0-0 here as Brown gets it off the right elbow he's going to cross over Taylor Owens dribbling into the paint and ran into a double team he'll be fouled we'll find out who that one was on as you've got two choices but Brown's going to go to the free throw line so that's going to be the first personal first team foul on Taylor Owens First minute and a half here showing that fast pace uh, emphasis that was uh, being talked about pregame, that the, what was anticipated for this one, and it's living up to that so far. Absolutely. Brown knocks down the first free throw, second one upcoming here. And, yeah, it's pace with control. Neither of these teams are going to walk the ball down the court. Second free throw is short, but a rebound by Holloman will keep this in action for the Bears. So it's Sanders off the right wing, gets the high screen from Lanier. Sanders to Brown, passes up the three, drives in, swings it. Laner, three ball right corner. That's up and off the back iron, no good. But another rebound by Holloman, finds Sanders, and he cans the three off the left wing. So Chase Sanders from downtown makes it 4 nothing here with 6.15 to play in the first quarter. Bears leading the Comets, courtesy of some big offensive rebounding. And that was no uh, cheap three-pointer on that one. That was from a little deeper than downtown. Ball was poked out of bounds by Brown as he defended Parker, but it will remain Comets basketball. They're moving from right to left on your radio dial. 
and Taylor Owens will get the inbound pass. He gets the high screen from Jenkins, drives baseline against Sanders. No call there as they got tangled up. Surprising on that one, but the ball will go out of bounds, and Coloma will maintain possession. But Sanders holding his bicep a little bit as they got tangled up. And again, no foul call, but hopefully he's all right as his arm kind of got pulled back a little bit. Parker with the basketball now off the left elbow above the three. Gets the high screen from Tanner. And now the ball finds Taylor Owens. His baseline jumper no good. Scrum for it off the right block. And it's going to be an over-the-back call on Jenkins. His first personal and the second team foul. We were looking to see the the Bears jumping out here to a a better start than in previous games. And we're already seeing a more controlled and and that rhythm already starting right away. Comets now show the three-quarter court press. So Sanders and Holloman will work to break it, and they do. Sanders crosses the timeline, goes to the left wing, finds Brown at the top, gets the high screen. Here's the show and go by Jordan Brown, and that'll give the Bears the 6-0 lead. Here's the steal by Sanders, and misses the layup. Rebound by Taylor Owens. Comets dodged one there. Taylor Owens fires a pass inside and up off the glass. Pretty finish there by Zacharias Tanner. That puts the Comets on the board for the first time with five minutes to go here in the first quarter. 6-2 St. Joe over Coloma. Holloman to Brown on that left side. He'll dribble up to the wing. Now to Lanier. Now to Laner in the right corner. Down to Lanier. Working on the block. Swings it to Holloman. Great hockey assist there. And Jerron Brown knocks down the three. That's pretty basketball there. As four different Bears touched the ball, moved it quickly, found the open man, and they lead 9-2 with four and a half to play. Taylor Owens, crossover dribble. Defended by Sanders, who's really working hard on him. We've got a jump ball on that right sideline. Coach Greg Schaefer pleased with the defensive effort there from the Bears so far. We've been seeing that effort on both sides of the of the court, and we're seeing the Bears' offense gets into a rhythm when you see that ball movement and watching it right from the start here with it. When you see the four or five passes, it's leading to an open guy within it. Taylor Owens has the ball. will swing it over to Myers. Myers' right corner back to Taylor Owens will reset things at the top of the key. Gets the Tanner screen and passes it up. Sanders really playing good defense. Knocked it off of Taylor Owens. And we've got a timeout taken by Coach Curtis McFall here for the Coloma Comets as they trail 9-2 with 4.16 to go here in the first quarter on 94.9 WSJM. We'll be right back. At Crown Point Communities of Stevensville, their residents and families enjoy a sense of community and the help of an excellent staff. And now, Crown Point is pleased to introduce a delicious new menu featuring homemade entrees like garlic butter pasta with chicken, baked salmon, and made-from-scratch mashed potatoes and gravy. Mm-mm. My daughter keeps dropping by. I'm glad to see her, but it's funny. She always comes around dinner time. Independence Senior living at Crown Point includes 24-hour staffing and emergency response, cleaning and laundry service, a wonderful peace of mind, and a sense of community. All reasons why people love living at Crown Point. With a new made-from-scratch menu of delicious meals. And don't forget the homemade pies and desserts. Learn more at crownpointcommunities.com. Call 429-7200 for a tour. It's where you go to live. News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Nine to two, our score out of the timeout. Bears leading the Comets 
here on 94.9 WSJM about halfway through the first quarter. And here come the Bears. It's Sanders driving inside. His layup no good. But another rebound by Holloman, who's been doing some dirty work on the offensive glass. His putback no good. Lanier there with cleanup, and he's going to be fouled. Going to the free throw line as his putback was short as well. That personal is going to go uh, against Jenkins, his second personal, and the third team foul against Coloma. So they're going to pull some subs here. They'll bring in some subs here in just a moment. Coach Curtis McFall looking for some rhythm for the Comets early. Lanier's first free throw is up and good. That puts him on the board for the first time tonight. Checking in for the Coloma Comets, number 32, Carter Christ, a junior forward, and number 30, Ryan Schrader, a sophomore forward. So it's Schrader, Christ, Jenkins, Parker, and Taylor Owens on the floor for the Comets. Second free throw is up and good for Lanier as the Bears now show a full court press, something they had not done up to this point. Taylor Owens trying to bring it across the logo against Sanders with the left-hand dribble. Gets to the free throw line and now pulls it back out to the top of the key. Working that dribble. The floater, that was pretty stuff. Taylor Owens called his own number. Had to work hard against Sanders' defense, but that makes it 11-4. Here's Holloman driving out of the left corner. Kicks it back. That, sorry, that was Laner to Holloman. Now to Sanders. Sanders to Lanier. He'll take the three ball. Splash and catch out of the corner right side. Matt Lanier now with five in this one. And that makes it 14-4. Bears with the 10-point lead over the Coloma Comets. Taylor Owens, the crossover dribble, gets called for the carry there. And it'll be Bears basketball coming the other way. Their five starters remain in the game right now. It's Brown, Sanders, Holloman, Laner, and Lanier. Sanders to Holloman off the left wing above the three-point line. Finds Lanier running off the cut at the top of the key. Dumps it inside to Brown. Brown the dish to Sanders. Sanders driving out of the right-hand side. Tries to make the scoop pass and it's stolen by Schrader. Here come the Comets. Up to Taylor Owens. He's going to get not the hoop but definitely the harm coming towards the left block there on the layup. That foul is going to be against Holloman, his first personal and the first team foul on the Bears. Loma's looking for something like this to help get uh, get that rhythm going uh, after a, a slow start. Uh, but maybe this is what gets things going on there. First free throw is up and long for Taylor Owens. And yeah, they're... they're Almost, you can sense them upping the pace even more. And they were going quick to begin with, and now it's going even faster as both teams can hit some subs for the Bears. Number three, Kai Weingarten, the six-foot junior guard. And he's joined by J.R. Scott, number 23, the 6'2 junior swingman. Also coming in, number 24, Jacob Diamond, the 6'4 junior forward for the... Bears or the Comets it looked like they had somebody on deck and that may have been Jenkins checking back in with the two fouls. Second free throw was up and good for Taylor Owens that makes it 14-5 under three minutes to play here in the first quarter on 94.9 WSJM there's Scott to Lanier to Weingarten on the right hand wing up to Diamond at the top of the key over to Scott on the left wing He'll jab step, drive in a running floater there. No good from that left-hand side. Rebounded by Parker, and here come the Comets. Taylor Owens, top of the key, over to Schrader. Schrader looking for Chris inside and said the give and go. Taylor Owens, a beautiful backdoor cut 
heady play there makes it 14-7. Comets trailing here with 2.15 now to go. But that's the type of patience that you're going to want on offense. Get down quickly, but then be patient once you get there. And a couple of nice floaters to help get through. Weingard with the crossover dribble out of the left wing. Goes up top to Diamond and now to Scott. Scott to Lanier, to Sanders, driving baseline, left-hand side, kicks it, top of the key, three ball is up, and long, no good, that was taken by Scott, rebounded by Jenkins, and here come the Comets, but the outlet pass intended for Schrader, who beat the defense, but the pass a little bit hot and lost it. Noticing a shift in the Comets defense of coming more up to the top of the key with that ball movement going through, trying to force them to push it into the a one-on-one scenario. 14-7 our score with a buck 46 to go in the first quarter. Coach Greg Schaefer takes a timeout here on 94.9 WSJM. Which is brought to Hi, I'm Rob Wolf, CEO Red of Wolf Financial Advisors. on Red Arrow Highway in Stevensville. It's where you go to live. By Campbell Ford, Lincoln, Celine. The best bottom line is always at the state line. By Wolf Financial Advisory, when it's important to you, it's important to us. And by Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar, where everyone is welcome and love is served fresh daily in Stevensville. Joel Cordes, Dan Lewig, hanging out with you here on 94.9 WSJM. It's the game of the week on the floor right now for the Bears, who have that 14-7 lead. It's Scott Diamond, Sanders, Lanier, and Weingarten who remain in after the timeout taken by Coach Greg Schaefer. And the Comets again upping that defensive pressure. Here's Scott with the left-hand dribble to the top of the key finds Lanier. He's going to dump it inside to Diamond. Diamond with the power post move. Tried to put that one up over Chris to play good straight-up defense. No call. And it'll be Comets basketball. Here's Taylor Owens off the pick and the roll pass was intended for Chris that one just a little bit too high right idea wrong pass same thing with the open uh, open look down closer that he couldn't quite grab the, the pass and it went out of bounds with it they've had a couple of those type of looks they just haven't been able to capitalize just yet here's Diamond running back door and he's going to get that one if actually excuse me that was Scott running baseline and the defense never saw him underneath so he's going to get to the free throw line We'll find out who that foul was called against. That was against Schroeder, his first personal, and the fourth team foul against Coloma. Scott at the line. First free throw is up and short. His first appearance there this evening. And we got a sub checking in for the Comets. This will be number 20, Bowden Genovese, his first appearance tonight for Coloma, the junior guard. Genevieve, excuse me. We'll go with the uh, PA, PA announcer's pronunciation. Second free throw is short. Putback attempt by Lanier, no good, and a rebound by Jenkins, who nearly loses it as the Bears go into pressure immediately. Ball finds Taylor Owens on the right sideline, does cross half court. He stood up by Sanders, who's going to get called for the blocking foul there. Sanders did get in position, but I don't think the arms were out far enough, and so he got called for that one. His first personal, first personal second team foul on the Bears. Inbounding for the Comets will be Jenkins and the steal by Scott. Scott going to take this one right hand and drives into the paint. The steal rewarded for Scott as his first bucket of the game. And now the steal by Sanders. Bears making some defensive plays as they lead 16-7. That jumper by Weingarten, no good. And now it'll be Genovese 
outletting to Taylor Owens, who crosses the logo from right to left, defended by Sanders, who's played good sticky defense all night. Genevieve's in the right-hand corner. The dump-down pass intended for Christ. His shot off the right block, no good. Rebounded by the Bears with 20 seconds left to go here in the first as they lead 16-7. Sanders slows things down for the final shot to Scott. Back to Sanders, up by the logo. He's got Lanier coming up to set the screen. Sanders will work it to the right sideline. Now goes back with the left-hand dribble. Works off the screen to the right-hand dribble. Swings it. Scott, three ball, left wing. That one's long, no good. And so after one, the St. Joe Bears lead the Coloma Comets 16-7 here on 94.9 WSJM. We'll be right back as the game of the week continues. Hi, I'm Rob Wolf, CEO of Wolf Financial Advisory. Are you tired of running up and down the financial court of life? Do you have an end game strategy to pursue your financial goals? We can help. Go to wolffinancialadvisory.com and schedule your complimentary meeting so we can put your winning game plan in action today. Securities and advisory services are offered through USA Financial Securities. Member FINRA SIPC, a registered investment advisor. News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM. Welcome back, everybody. Joel Cordes hanging out with you here on 94.9 WSJM. It's the game of the week as the St. Joseph Bears lead the Coloma Comets. I'm joined by my good uh, good friend and longtime broadcasting buddy, Dan Lewig. Dan, what have you seen through the first quarter so far? Well, this has been the exact opposite of the way it went in the, the last game. They have jumped out to that fast start, which they're hoping to do. Uh, since then, the game has settled down after the 9-2 start. It's been 7-5 to five since, so Coloma's been coming back into this. Uh, but uh, the, the Bears have seen the from uh, jumping passes but with that press D has led to some easy, fast break opportunities and is keeping them ahead now 16-7. Second quarter begins with the Bears in possession. It's Brown dribbling it up. Gets the screen from Scott. He's joined by Holloman, Laner, and uh, on for the first time tonight, Trevor Vujtek. Steal inside by Taylor Owens is going to be lost for Columbus. It'll be St. Joe Bears basketball again. On the Columbus side, it's Chris, Taylor Owens, Jenkins, Parker, and on for the first time tonight, number 34, Darian Lee, the sophomore swingman. Brown gets the basketball, sends it over to Holloman off the left elbow. Here's Scott now off the right elbow above the three-point line. Finds Laner running off the screen. His three ball is long, no good. St. Joe's gotten some good looks from the three tonight. Not too many of them have fallen so far, but you get the sense that they keep firing. Something's going to go down. Here's Parker running into Holloman off the left elbow. Turnaround jumper, no good. Taylor Owens tried to fly in for that one. Couldn't get it, and Brown comes up with it. He's going to call his own number, drives in. That shot rearranged just a little bit by Jenkins, enough to force the miss, and the bullet pass intended for Christ got broken up by the Bears but it's actually off of Christ last as he's going to check out and Tanner comes back in for Coloma. So again that outlet pass looking down it has been a good idea but St. Joe's doing a good job of getting back on defense to try to break that up a little bit and it's created some odd angles to try to make those passes. It's not necessarily the guy who's not catching it. It's not necessarily his fault, but it's not really the guy throwing the pass either. Here's the drive in by Holloman off the left baseline. 
That'll be good, and that'll make it 18-7 now, Bears. You're seeing the Bears' defense get their hands up in the air now on that to try to get in the way of those big passes. Parker drives baseline wide open from the right-hand side. That was a pretty jumper by P.J. Parker, and that'll make it 18-9 now. Bears leading Kalala, and Laner with the basket. Bears come right back and make it 20 to 9 with 6 minutes 20 seconds left to go in the second. Splitting the defense, Taylor Owens driving in but got out of control. And again, Jaron Brown was able to poke that away just enough that Taylor Owens had the final touch and it's off of him. Checking out is going to be Tanner and Christ comes back on for Coloma. You wonder if uh, Coach Curtis McFall just wanted to have a quick word with Christ, a quick adjustment because he's right back into the game now after the quick sub. Here's Holloman to Laner off the left corner. He'll dribble up to the top of the key, finds Brown. Brown to the left elbow, kicking it back to Laner. Laner stuck inside, good defense by Christ. Kicks it back out to Vujtek, now over to Brown. Off the right wing, gets the Scott screen. Kicks it out, Vujtek, jab step. He's going to be called for a travel off of the... Uh, jab step there and the, the trying to put the ball down on the deck out of the three-point line and you see that one called pretty often especially at the high school level bears in the three-quarter court press they lead 20 to 9 here on 94.9 wsjm just inside six minutes to go broken to parker now over into lee in the corner on the left-hand side, ball's going to be tied up by Scott. He's going to be called for the foul. That looked like a jump ball possibility, but no dice. His first personal third team foul of the first half. Paloma with four team fouls so far in what's otherwise been a pretty clean game. Everybody coming back from break. Sometimes it can be kind of a ragged affair and a timeout taken here by Coach Curtis McFall. But both teams seem to be fairly confident, fairly calm and well. 20 to 9. Our score, we're going to keep it here because it's just a 30 second timeout on 94 9 WSJM. But this game brought to you by Siemens and Bridgman. See Siemens and Bridgman for your next vehicle. You'll be really glad you did. By Rogers Foodland. Your family food store is faster, easier, and friendlier at Rogers Foodland. By Parrot Company. Compare it to Parrot. And by Insurance Management Service because some things are too important to buy online. See Insurance Management Service with offices in Niles and St. Joseph. Out of the quick 30 second timeout, it'll be Coloma basketball again on the floor. Parker, Chris, Lee, Taylor Owens, and Jenkins for the Coloma Comets. Brown, Vushtek, Holloman, Laner, and Scott for the Bears. Taylor Owens gets it. Top of the key, dribbles off the high screen, kicks it to Lee, who drives it baseline out of the right-hand side. There's going to be the block and the foul. I think that was called against Scott, so another quick one against him if so. And indeed it was. Scott coming up to contest that shot. I think he got ball at first, but the follow-through on the block, he kind of took a big swing at it, came down on the hand. Either that or is the second hand. The first one was good. The second one, he got a little bit more body contact. First free throw is up and banked in for Lee. So that'll make it 20-10 to 10 as Scott checks out. And checking in for the Bears will be Diamond again. Lee's second free throw is up and long. No good. Rebound by Laner. New player onto the bear, uh, onto the floor for the Comets is Myers, who was in earlier as a starter. Here's Laner off the right wing to the top. Swings it to Diamond. Ball finds Brown in the left sideline. 
He'll send it back to Holloman. Now to Vujtek on the right wing. Gets the Holloman screen. Over to Diamond. Into the corner to Lehner. Left-hand side. He'll take the right-hand dribble. Now to the top. Goes to Lehner. Good patience here by the Bears. Brown dribbling to the free-throw line. Gets walled up. Out to Diamond. To the left sideline. Here's Vujtek driving. Swing pass to Lehner. To Brown. Wide open. Three ball is long, but a good shot. You right idea. Yep, right idea. Here come the Comets in transition. And moving quick was Jenkins, but he's going to be called for a travel going up for the layup. He actually did complete the play, and I thought he was going to get the and one there, but a traveling violation instead. So 20-10 to 10 still here with 4.50 to go. Comets in the full court press now, which they've shown a little bit of in this game. Both teams have broken out the full court and the three-quarter court press, but it's broken by Brown. Here's Weingarten, who just checked in. Three ball out of the right-hand side. No good. Again, good looks for the Bears, though. Christ receives the pass, and he's kind of been the, the wide receiver way down the court here a couple of times. He was able to corral that outlet pass, and he's going to get fouled going to the free throw line. The first personal on number three, Kai Weingarten, his first personal 15th foul on the Bears. This one didn't quite go the Bears' way, but once again, active hands and deflecting the ball. It almost ended up being a turnover, ended up being a foul, but you like the exactly what they've been doing on defense. I love the active hands I'm seeing. It's leading to a lot of deflections and uh, and steals. First free throw for Christ was no good as Schre- uh, Schroeder excuse me, checks back in for the Comets. Second free throw forthcoming here. Bears do not make a substitution. And second free throw up, no good. That ball is going to be poked out of bounds by Jenkins. So it'll be Bears basketball as Taylor Owens checks back in. Chris checks out. So it's Taylor Owens, Parker, Lee, Schroeder, and Jenkins for Coloma. Here's Brown. Trying to break it to Laner Now to Tech Finds Weingarten driving baseline. And a good block there by Schroeder as Weingarten drove out of that right-hand corner. Schroeder just got there with the long arm, stayed straight up, no foul, but out of bounds off of Coloma Lass as they trail 20 to 10 with 4.27 left to go in the second. Here's the inbounds pass intended for Diamond. Bujtek with the nice little bounce pass off the inbound, and Diamond gonna be fouled. He'll go to the free throw line on the point blank attempt. Diamond went after that one strong and got the foul. The line for the Bears, 24, Jacob Diamond shooting two. Foul's going to be on Parker, his first personal, and the fifth team foul for Coloma. Diamond at the line for the first time tonight, knocks down the first free throw. On the floor right now for St. Joe, Brown, Weingarten, Vujtek, Holloman, and Diamond. His second free throw is no good long, but gets his own rebound. Kicks it out, Weingarten wants a three ball out of the left-hand corner. No good, but rebound by Brown. Offensive rebounds keeping the Bears alive. Vujtek knocks down the three from the top of the key. And we knew it was just about time for the Bears to cash one in. They've gotten some good looks. Here comes Parker to Lee. Three ball out of the right-hand corner. No good. Scrum forward and Parker comes up with that rebound. Tracked it down. Almost had to go half of the court to get it. And he did. I'm almost not sure how that ball landed back in his hands. Here's a drive inside by Jenkins. Good defense by the Bears, and it's poked away, but off of Coloma last. So 24-10. Bears have opened this one up as Sanders and Lanier check back in. Brown and Holloman check out for St. Joe. This has started out exactly the way that St. Joe would want for, again, beginning a quarter. You're seeing a lot of that, again, that 
jump start that you want to see. And beginning the second season as Weingard laces up a three from the left-hand corner. He hasn't been able to get one to fall, but those have been good looks, and you want him to keep shooting. Coloma basketball after the rebound. Taylor Owens trying to dribble back and pass into the left corner to Jenkins, and that's going to be out of bounds. So the miscues here starting to pile up just a little bit for Coloma as they trail by 14 on the game of the week here on 94.9 WSJM. Joel Cordes, Dan Lewig hanging out with you. Sanders working on Parker. Gets the high Lanier screen. Left-hand dribble is lost. Stolen by Schroeder. Here come the Comets from right to left. It's Taylor Owens off the left-hand side, and he's going to put up a shot from the free throw line. That one no good. Didn't draw rim, and the Bears come up with it. Sanders in transition. No good. Hurtling down the lane into a pair of Comets and drawing the foul. He's lucky that the Comets were still setting up because leading the way he did, there was the chance for the offensive foul there, but neither of the Comets were set. Yeah, there is no breaks that were going to be used in that one. Jenkins picks up his third personal. That's the sixth team foul for Coloma here in the second quarter as Sanders goes to the free throw line first. One is up and good. That's his full point of the game. He did knock down a trifecta in the first quarter. Chris checks back in, and Jenkins checks out for Coloma. Sanders at the line for his second free throw. That one is up and good as well. So St. Joe 26-10 now with 3.04 to go in the second quarter. They're showing a soft pressure defense, picking up a three-quarter court, but just kind of backing up now that they've got the lead. Taylor Owens working on Bujtek off the right wing. Bujtek nearly got called for the foul there, and Taylor Owens driving inside, and yes, indeed. Bujtek getting his hands in there looking for the steal, but you got to draw that back just a little bit, too. I like to see what Coloma is doing there after being the high energy is there, but it seems like they were starting to uh, press a little bit and it was leading to some turnovers. Wanted to see them calmly come down and run their offensive set, and it already led to a foul and, and positive things starting to happen. Parker drives to the free throw line now, kicks to Taylor Owens in the right-hand corner. He's going to take the jab step and his, his other foot went up just enough that they called that the travel so it'll be st joe ball i'm not sure that other foot actually came up obviously the referee's got a much closer view than i did but it looked like he just took the jab and maybe the heel came up but not the toe st joe ball either way two and a half to go here in the second quarter sanders working off the lanier screen now the diamond screen dribbling with the left hand to the corner and now the kick out diamonds long two no good rebound inside sanders comes up with that one finds weingard with the crossover dribble out of the left-hand corner to Vujtek and the reset to Sanders, defended by Parker up at the logo. To Diamond, left-hand side on the wing, now to Vujtek. He'll take the right-hand dribble to the free-throw line to Lanier, back to Sanders. Gets the Lanier screen off the right wing, calls his own number, three ball up long, no good, and rebounded by Schroeder, but the poke away by Lanier, and here comes Sanders again. Sanders to Weingarten, three ball out of that left-hand corner, yes! Finally got one to go, Kai Weingarten. He's been looking for a while out of that left-hand corner. And that three is true. That makes it 29-10. Bears in the lead over the Coloma Comets with a minute 47 seconds left to go. A timeout taken by the Comets. We'll be right back here on 94.9 WSJM. 
Here's Rich Brandt and Tara Halsey from Insurance Management Service, your local auto owner's agency in St. Joseph and Niles. In a world where everything is chaotic and changing, we are at least consistent here in the community and for them as well. You know, when you purchase something online, it's it's you trying to navigate through whatever issues you may have with the claim online or maybe by telephone with somebody in another state. As where if, you know, we're, we're their local independent agent, we're able to really put forth, you know, our expertise and knowledge and work with the agency adjusters and have meetings with the client here in our office or at their home or wherever it may be to make sure that's handled properly. They want somebody that's there with them. They don't want to have to be emailing somebody and telling them that their house is on fire. They want to be able to talk to someone, someone that they know, someone that they can put a face to. Some things are too important to buy online. IMS, your local auto owners agency in St. Joseph and Niles. We're watching over you. IMS, insurance management service. News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Twenty-nine ten, our score. St. Joe leads Coloma here on the game of the week in boys varsity high school basketball action. Coloma took that timeout after Kai Weingarten drained the three. Great looks. There's the dump down pass intended by Schroeder and. He was unable to corral that one after Tunnicliffe has checked in for the first time. The 6'7 junior center for the Bears going to get his first look at things. And it'll be Bears ball going from right to left. I know you had a thought here coming out of the timeout. Well, it's been turnovers and the threes starting to fall. That has led to a 13-3 run so far in the second to, to bust this one open. Tunnicliffe to Laner, now up to Sanders. He's joined by... Weingarten and Lanier. Weingarten gets it off the left wing. Now up to Tunnicliffe. Over to Sanders. Right wing gets a Tunnicliffe screen. Dribbles to the free throw line. To Lanier. The jab step. The scoop shot. Up off the glass. No good. Gets his own board. And fighting for that one is Lanier. As he's got seven in the game now to lead the way for the Bears. And the thing really standing out to me is Taylor Owens takes the three. And my goodness, that one was pure from the moment it left his hands, 31-13. The fact that nine Bears have scored already in the first half. Jenkins driving baseline. That one's good. Pretty move there by Sanders, excuse me, as he drove. He now has seven in the game as well for St. Joe. Here's Taylor Owens, defended by Weingarten off the right elbow. Tries to get the bounce pass in to Myers, and it's stolen. Uh, excuse me, intended for Lee, and here's Sanders again from downtown. He's starting to cook. That makes it 36-13. 20 seconds left to play. Now 15. Bears out big over Coloma in the first half. Taylor Owens intended for Parker, and you're seeing the frustration starting to set in just a little bit. This Bears defense being pesky. It's been forcing turnovers all night. And as you said, the offensive rebounds as well. The Bears have not shot particularly well, but they're getting more chances and more looks. And a lot of times, especially at the high school level, that's all it takes. Just get more possessions. Sanders, another three. That one short as time expires off the left wing, but a good look. And Chase Sanders doing some good work here in the first half as it comes to a close 36 13 bears in the lead over coloma we'll take a quick break we'll hear uh, from the mhsaa and their halftime show we'll get to the scores and notables we'll check the schedule again uh, and then of course the tip-off for the second half that's all coming up next here on the game of the week as st joe leads coloma on 94.9 wsjm 
Making a big decision for your business means weighing many factors. One to keep in mind today is product availability. Waiting for a big out-of-town or out-of-state company to deliver can take three to six months. This is Jeff Parrott from Parrott Company. In addition to award-winning quality, our shop copiers and products are averaging three to six-week turnaround. Supply chain issues are real, but three to six months versus three to six weeks is no comparison. Local service versus out-of-town service. Compare it to Parrot. One size fits all? There's no such thing. Life isn't that standardized. Everyone is different. When it comes to medicine, truer words were never spoken. Sometimes a prescription for you, a loved one, or even a pet require compounding to avoid an allergic reaction or even converting from a solid pill to a liquid. Rogers Pharmacy fills compound prescriptions. A service that causes some to drive out of town to fill is happily provided by your family-owned food store and pharmacy. Rogers Foodland, the family food store. Have you ever missed an anniversary? Siemens and Bridgman almost did. Siemens is celebrating 40 years of being a Chrysler dealer. For the rest of the month, they'll be celebrating those 40 years with discounting most of their Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram inventory. Selection is great with over 50 Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram vehicles in stock. Combining those discounts with newly announced year-end incentives makes the celebration even better. See Siemens and Bridgman today. You might be really glad you did. Hey, it's Johnny, and I'm here at Campbell Ford Lincoln in Niles, and I'm hanging out here with Brian Lairs, and I gotta say, Brian, it took me a while to find a parking spot because you got so many cars here. Tell me about what's going on here. We have the area's largest selection of pre-owned vehicles here. I think we got about 120, 125 used vehicles on the ground. 70 of those are certified pre-owned vehicles, and all those certified vehicles come with a 7-year or 100,000-mile powertrain warranty or a 12-month or 12,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Campbell Ford Lincoln in Niles, where the best bottom line? It's always at the state line johnny winter finals will be here before you know it and there's still a need for registered officials i'm john ross and this is this week in high school sports powered by michigan student aid welcome to 2023 as we pick up our winter sports season already in progress while it seems like the fall season just wrapped up winter championships will be here soon so let's get you caught up on the whens and wheres for each of our sports First is the Upper Peninsula Swimming and Diving Finals for both boys and girls on February 18th. And then it's on to Team Wrestling Finals on February 24th and 25th in Kalamazoo. And that's followed by Boys and Girls Skiing Finals February 27th. March is when the schedule really heats up. The competitive cheer finals will be March 2nd and 3rd this year, and those will be held at the McGurk Arena in Mount Pleasant. Girls and Boys Bowling Finals will be held March 3rd and 4th, the same weekend as individual wrestling finals at Ford Field. Ice Hockey drops the puck March 9th through 11th for semifinals and finals at USA Hockey Arena in Plymouth. Gymnastics finals are that weekend as well. Those will be held at Lakeland High School. And the Lower Peninsula Boys Swimming and Diving Finals are also March 10th and 11th. Girls basketball invades the Breslin Center on March 16th for the start of three days of semifinals and finals action. Champions will be crowned on Saturday, March 18th. And then the boys move in the next weekend. Semifinal play starts March 23rd, and all four finals will be Saturday, March 25th. Both boys and girls basketball finals will be carried live on Bally Sports Detroit. For schedules, pairings, brackets, tickets, and streaming information, the best place to go is to the newly redesigned MHSAA.com. Everything that you need for our winter finals can be found there. Game balls this week go to Belding junior wrestler Jack Ward. 
He notched career win number 100 over the break, joining his older brother Mitchell and his dad-slash-coach Art as 100-match winners at Belding. To Bedford's Victoria Gray, she scored 25 points in a 9-point win over South Lion East in the airport showcase. Bedford is off to a 7-0 start this year in girls basketball. And to Montebello senior J.T. Smith, he went over the 1,000 career points mark in a win over St. Charles. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid. Helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash aid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. If you've seen the movie Hoosiers, you know that a basketball rim is 10 feet above the ground. That's the same if you're in the gym at Beaver Island High School or at Little Caesars Arena. But what are the other court dimensions? To start, courts are typically 84 feet long, but can be up to 94 feet long. They're also 50 feet wide. The free throw line is 15 feet from the face of the backboard and the high school three-point line is 19 feet 9 inches from the basket. Each hoop is a circle, 18 inches in diameter. The boys play with a basketball 29 and a half inches in circumference. The girls play with one at 28 and a half inches in circumference. And believe it or not, two girl balls will go through a standard rim at the same time. Thanks, Sam. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you are interested, go to the MHSAA website now to register. Sticking with officiating... Since 2020, the number of registered officials in Michigan has fallen from more than 9,000 to less than 8,000. It's a dip that puts extra strain on our current officials. But for the fall 2022 season, the number of registered officials is more in line with where we were pre-pandemic, and things seem to be slowly trending up. The MHSAA has increased pay for postseason games and provided membership in the National Association of Sports Officials. Membership gives officials expanded insurance coverages, access to professional services and development, and a subscription to an MHSAA-focused referee magazine. But there's still a need for more. If you are interested, go to MHSAA.com and click on Officials for more information. Because without officials, it's just practice. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we'll see you next week. Hi, I'm Rob Wolf, CEO of Wolf Financial Advisory. Are you tired of running up and down the financial court of life? Do you have an end game strategy to pursue your financial goals? We can help. Go to wolffinancialadvisory.com and schedule your complimentary meeting so we could put your winning game plan in action today. Securities and advisory services are offered through USA Financial Securities. Member FINRA SIPC, a registered investment advisor. 
I cooked and cleaned for years and years, and believe me, I've done my share of dishes. But I don't cook or clean anymore, and I never have to do the dishes. Because now, I live at Crown Point. At Crown Point of Stevensville, people love the warm, friendly environment and the personal care. But most of all, they love the food. They cook breakfast for me. Our dining room has big picture windows, and sometimes we see deer or wild turkeys. I think they heard about our breakfast, and they want some too. Independent senior living at Crown Point includes 24-hour staffing, emergency room response, and much more. There's always lots of side dishes and two entrees at dinner. I like Karen's garlic chicken, but my favorite? It's butternut squash ravioli. I think my daughter's a bit jealous. Security, peace of mind, and a sense of community are why residents love living at Crown Point of Stevensville. Learn more at crownpointcommunities.com or call 429-7200 for a tour. Crown Point Communities of Stevensville. It's where you go to live. News, talk, sports. 94.9 WSJM. You're listening to WSJM FM, Benton Harbor, St. Joseph. Welcome back, everybody. It's the game of the week on Joel Cortese's Dan Lewig. And let's get to the halftime stats as the Bears lead the Comets 36-13. Leading the way for the Bears was Chase Sanders with 10 points, including a pair of threes. And a lot of other Bears got involved. This is the really cool part for me. Nine different Bears scored in that first half. Lanier with seven. Brown with six. Weingarten hit a three. Vujtek hit a three. Holloman with two. Scott with two. Diamond with a free throw. On the Coloma side, they were led by Tyrell Taylor-Owens, who has eight points in the first half, including a triple. They got two from Parker, two from Tanner, and a free throw from Lee. Again, 36-13 here on 94.9 WSJM. Both teams wrapping up their halftime warm-ups. Dan, what are you looking to see in the second half? What did you see from the first half that carries over? Well, you saw that uh, that ball movement really led to a lot of players getting a chance to get into the, the action within it. Uh, the press defense led to, uh, in those active hands, led to second uh, a second chance, or excuse me, fast break opportunities there uh, as well. So you just want to see them keep it up. right? They got into a rhythm right out of the gate, the fast start that you were hoping to see from them today. They did. You want to see more of that. For Coloma, you just want to see bring back a little bit more of a measured pace, bring it back just a little bit, run their offense in the half court, uh, and just make it to see, uh, especially just get that second half going, get a good rhythm, something you can build on into the next game. I really like that Coloma has been looking down court and trying to push that pace. I think you continue to do that. You continue to make those passes. But that controlled said, aggression. When you get down there, then it's time to slow down. Here's Parker inside, and his shot is up and good to start things off for the Comets. 36-15 now. Here's the dump down the side by Lanier, and the Bears are right on the board to begin the third quarter. 38-15. Taylor Owens has the ball. He's joined by Parker, Jenkins, Tanner, and Myers for Coloma. Myers had it off the, has it off the right wing. Now to Jenkins, top of the key, calling his own number, working on Lanier. The post fadeaway shot over Lanier, a pretty shot, but just ripped out. Here's Sanders up to Brown. Brown launches into the lane. No good. That one was left a little bit long. Here comes Parker for the Comets. He's on the run. Going to challenge Sanders. Sanders got a piece of that. Lanier and Parker are caught, and Holloman dives to the deck. He's going to save that ball, but it comes up to Tanner. 
Now the steal by Sanders. Ragged play inside, but good defense by both teams under the same basket. Lanier now stolen by Taylor Owens, and coming back up with it is Laner. So Bears basketball. Here's the pull-up jumper from the right elbow and the putback by Lanier. Both teams coming out with a lot of defensive intensity. And like we said, scrums for it on both under both baskets. Here's the three ball, long by Taylor Owens, no good, 40-15. to 15. St. Joe still out front. Laner with the crossover dribble to the free throw line, looking for Sanders. They'll reset to the Bears. It's Sanders, Lanier, Laner, Holloman, and Brown, the original starting five for St. Joe. Here's Laner driving off the Lanier screen, gets inside, his shot is long, no good, rearranged by the Comets and the board pulled down by Tanner. They've shown some stout defense inside, have the Comets bigs here to start the third quarter. Here's the dump inside to Tanner. Tanner, the push shot, no good. Good defense there by Holloman and the rebound by Lanier. Both teams playing tough inside and both teams looking to score inside. Brown, the kick back to Sanders, now to Lanier off the left elbow and back to Sanders off the right elbow above the three line to Laner, now to Lanier, and to Sanders in the left corner, defended by Parker. Dumped down to Brown. Kick out, Holloman. Three ball is up and laced that one. His first tray of the game makes it 43-15, and you saw inside-outside basketball, but a little bit of inverted offense there as it was the guard posting up, kicking out to the open forward. Here's Taylor Owens driving inside. He went hard to the basket, but a little bit too hard as Holloman draws the charge, and Taylor Owens picks up his second personal. That's the first team foul of the second half for the Comets. 43-15 with 5.20 to go in the third. Sanders splits the defense and the Bears break the press. Brown, the dump down left side to Holloman, who's going to drive and get the layup coming from that left side to the block, and he scores two quick baskets. Ball was originally going to be dumped down to Laner, and he found Holloman on the cut. Laner with the steal. Now the outlet to Sanders on the right sideline. He'll pull things back. Good recovery defense there by the Comets. And here's the three ball up by Laner. No good. But Brown on the back side. Gobbles up the rebound. And Jerron Brown with the putback makes it 47-15. So even though the intensity has increased, so has the Bears lead. With four minutes, 48 seconds left to go, Coach Curtis McFall calls a timeout for Coloma. We'll be right back here on 94.9 WSJM on the Game of the Week. Here's Rich Brandt and Tara Halsey from Insurance Management Service, your local auto owner's agency in St. Joseph and Niles. In a world where everything is chaotic and changing, we are at least consistent here in the community and for them as well. You know, when you purchase something online, it's it's you trying to navigate through whatever issues you may have with the claim online or maybe by telephone with somebody in another state. As where if, you know, we're, we're their local independent agent, we're able to really put forth, you know, our expertise and knowledge and work with the agency adjusters and have meetings with the client here in our office or at their home or wherever it may be to make sure that's handled properly. They want somebody that's there with them. They don't want to have to be emailing somebody and telling them that their house is on fire. They want to be able to talk to someone, someone that they know, someone that they can put a face to. Some things are too important to buy online. IMS, your local auto owners agency in St. Joseph and Niles. We're watching over you. IMS, insurance management service. News, talk, sports, 94.9 WSJM. 
Joel Cordes, Dan Lewig hanging out with you here as the St. Joseph Bears lead the Coloma Comets 47-15 with four and a half to go in the third quarter in boys high school basketball action. And we've got a blocking foul inside as Parker went to the lane for the Comets. That's going to be called on Lanier, his first personal and the first team foul against the St. Joseph Bears who have scored or have outscored the Comets 11-2 to start this third quarter. There's the inbounds pass by Gina Vies intended for Parker. That's going to go out of bounds. Another Coloma turnover. I've liked Coloma's interior defense. We talked about that at the start of this third quarter. Uh, but then you've seen the Bears counter with uh, going inside and then kicking it back out for the open three. And it's a good, a good countering by the Bears offense. Laner's pass to Holloman was a little bit high and he was able to corral it to Holloman. But then was so far underneath the basket when he tried to pass away as he was kind of off balance. Then it hit the bottom of the backboard. So the referee's talking it over right now, and it will be Coloma basketball. That is the right call. On the floor right now for the Bears, Lanier, Laner, Holloman, Sanders, and Jenkins. Uh, and Sanders and Brown, excuse me, for Coloma. It's Taylor Owens, Gina Vies, Tanner, Jenkins and Parker. Here's the steal by Sanders, who just picked the pocket from Taylor Owens and nearly blew a tire there. Was going to go up for the layup, and his foot got caught. He was able to complete that to Sanders, but that's actually can be a dangerous play. That's when you hurt a knee or an ankle. As Taylor Owens will lose the ball out of bounds as he was double teamed by Sanders and Holloman. They're working on some of their trap stuff. And Sanders gets kind of a smiling earful from his teammates here as he goes off. And kind of a comical moment, but actually a scary moment too when you're you're a coach seeing that. A new five on four now for the Bears. It's Vujtek, Diamond, Scott, Tunnicliffe, and Weingarten. Weingarten's got it off the right wing, gets a Tunnicliffe screen. Now goes to Diamond and Vujtek in the corner. Dumped down to Scott. Scott up off the glass, no good. Great rebound there by Jenkins, and he'll call his own number to bring it full court in transition, but Scott was with him step for step and rearranged it, so it's St. Joe ball. 49-15, three and a half to go. Bears in the lead over the Coloma Comets. Vujtek, the high entry pass to Diamond. Now to Scott, to Tunnicliffe, who swings it right corner to Vujtek. Gets the Tunnicliffe screen. Dribbles left hand, up and over. No good, but got his own rebound off the missed shot. Did Vujtek, and pulls it back out for the Bears. Crossover dribble on Genovese. Pulling it back to the logo. Now the left-hand dribble. Vujtek calling his own number, really looking for that shot, and draws the foul as he drives down the left lane line with the left-hand floater. Been seeing the uh, the, the energy level, uh, that fast pace continuing to uh, to go here. The difference has been, as you've just seen, the shots really falling for the Bears, especially uh, after that three-pointer just not going for them. It's really started to fall now. Coloma is still waiting for that to really start to happen. Vujtek misses the first free throw. Checking on for the Comets will be Christ and Schroeder. Checking out will be Tanner and Parker as Vujtek goes back to the line for his second free throw. And that one's going to be up and in. So Vujtek splits a pair, and it's 50-15 to 15 now. St. Joe over Coloma. We talked about the extra possessions that the Bears are getting as Taylor Owens drives in. He's going to be fouled by Vujtek, his second personal, second team foul on St. Joe. 
and St. Joe hasn't shot in the ball particularly well, especially from outside, though they have gotten some great looks inside, but those extra looks, more, 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 where a lot of times Coloma is getting one and out, and it might be a good look, and it just doesn't go down. That's going to be poked away by Weingard, and Coloma maintains possession. They're just getting one look at it, even though they've been good looks, or they've erased the possession with the turnovers. As you spoke about, some of those have been unforced, but a lot of those have been from pretty pesky defense on the St. Joe side. And now we've got a turnover here on the inbounds play as the inbounder, I think, stepped over the line just a little bit, lost his balance, so it's St. Joe ball again as Vujtek going to bring it down from right to left. Bears in their home whites with the navy lettering and a little bit of maize trim as Vujtek gets it off the left wing looking for a diamond inside now gets a scott screen as he dribbles towards the right hand side to tunnicliffe to weingarten weingarten resets up to scott into the left hand corner to Vujtek. dumped down to diamond diamond working on the left block the turnaround jumper no good rebound by jenkins every time he's gotten a rebound he wants to bring it down on his own and now to taylor owens Taylor Owens going to drive. That was a nice little floater. No good, but here's a great board by Jenkins. That's what they've been lacking in this game, the second chance opportunities. Excellent board. Put back is good. Yep, 50-17 to 17 after Jenkins was able to get that one down. And I like the idea of the big getting the rebound, pushing the pace, and being able to find a guard like Taylor Owens in transition so he's not having to bring it down every time himself. Ball's going to find Weingarten off the left wing, and Weingarten knocks down his second triple of the game making it 53 17 with 140 left to go here in the third quarter schroeder has it for the comets to christ off the left wing defended by diamond now to taylor owens defended by Vujtek off the right wing three ball is up and just rimmed out there's a scrum for it inside coming up with it is scott on the run going to call his own number in transition jenkins with the great block ton of cliff comes up with it for the bears out to weingard left wing now to the free throw line, a reset to Vujtek. Again, both front lines for these teams have been active, very, very active in trying to keep stuff alive. Vujtek with the left-hand dribble out of the same corner gets the layup as he blew by the defender, and Vujtek get the chance to feature his offense. Now makes it 55-17 in the third, under a minute to go here on 94.9 WSJM. There's a nice pull-up jumper by Schroeder off of the right-hand baseline side. You're seeing the, the get a rhythm going for Coloma here, finally here as well. Vujtek to the top of the key, now to Scott, to Weingarten, pulls up top of the key three, and he's going to be fouled as Genovese was trailing the play and tried to get back into it to contest, and that's going to be three freebies now for Weingarten, the second personal and the third team foul. As we've been highlighting St. Joe's defense, uh, one of the things that you've really seen is them acting as kind of like free safeties. Uh, they've been watching for those uh, pass angles and try to anticipate and jump into, uh, and it's led to a considerable amount of steals and fast break opportunities. Kai Weingarten knocks down the first free throw. He's got two more coming. This game brought to you by Crown Point Communities on Red Arrow Highway in Stevensville. It's where you go to live. Second free throw is no good for Weingarten. This game also brought to you by Campbell Ford Lincoln Saline. The best bottom line is always at the state line. By Wolf Financial Advisory. When it's important to you, it's important to us. And by Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, where everyone is welcome and love is served fresh daily. Weingarten's third free throw is up and good, so two out of three ain't bad. And Weingarten just struggled with a shot just a little bit in that first half. Didn't knock down one three, but had a lot of looks. Now all of a sudden, eight points. And gets the steal there from Parker. 
Going to pull things back as Weingarten resets to Scott. The dump down pass to Tunnicliffe. Working on Jenkins. Up off the glass. A nice turnaround shot from the block. Tunnicliffe on the board for the first time tonight for the Bears. That makes it 59-19 with 10 seconds to go in the third. Taylor Owens, three ball, top of the key, and he knocks down his second triple of the game, first of the second half, makes it 59-22. Here's Vujtek, back to Diamond, that will not be in time, the top of the key, three, so after three, the Bears lead the Comets 59-22, the final quarter coming up here on 94.9 WSJM. It never fails. Everyone's trying to get projects done, and then the printer shuts down. Waiting for a big out-of-town or even out-of-state company to make that service call means more lost time and revenue. This is Jeff Parrott from Parrott Company. We find that the majority of issues like this are network-related. Our veteran service team is known as successfully troubleshoot and get your office back up and running fast. Local service versus out-of-town service. From Parrott to Parrott. News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. The game of the week on 94.9 WSJM is brought to you by Siemens and Bridgman. See Siemens and Bridgman for your next vehicle. You'll be really glad you did. By Rogers Foodland, your family food store is faster, easier, and friendlier. By Insurance Management Service, because some things are too important to buy online. With offices in Niles and St. Joseph, see Insurance Management Service. And by Parrot Company. Compare it to Parrot. Fourth quarter getting started here on 94.9 WSJM. Joel Cordes, Dan Lewig hanging out with you. Onto the floor now for the Bears. It'll be Brown, Sanders, Holloman, Laner, and Lanier. So their original starting five. They'll be matched by Parker, Jenkins, Lee, Myers. Here's the dump down inside to Lanier, and he's going to convert that layup. So Lanier now with 13 in the game. And I'm missing one other comment. That's going to be uh, number 12, Amari Jones checking in for the first time tonight, the senior center. Here's the three ball out of the right-hand corner. That's some good range there by Jenkins. Knocks down that trifecta. That'll make it 61-25. Bears come right back down. It is fast-paced ball here as Brown. Three ball from the right wing, no good. Rebound by Jenkins. See, he's going to push it again from left to right. Gets the defensive rebound and just goes. I like that. Here comes Lee out of the left-hand corner. He's trapped by Brown. Goes out to Jenkins. Jenkins loses the dribble off the sideline. And it'll be Bears basketball with the 61-25 lead. Now you're at the point where subs are going to be on soon. You do not want to look past the rest of the quarter and turn this into garbage time. It is about finding something to carry over in the next game for both teams, whether you're up or down. Speaking of up and down, here's the high-low pass from Lanier to Holloman, who converts with the little scoop shot inside. So it's 63-25 with six and a half to go. I think what we said is we want to see more of a Darius Jenkins uh, moving the ball up and uh, setting things up from the top of the key. Uh, it's really seemed to be their best and most effective offensive line. In that speed and length, and here's Jenkins, the three ball long out of the left corner, but the rebound on the backside by Myers. Great dump down pass inside for Lee, and Lee off the left block is going to get whacked by Lanier. So Lee will go to the free throw line. Lanier trying to go for a big block and got a little bit extra for his money on that one. 
That'll be the second personal on Lanier, the 13th foul on the Bears. Just three team fouls for Coloma in this second half as well, and neither team hit the bonus really even in the first half. Yeah, it's been a very clean game. They, they played uh, physical, tough defense, especially that interior D, uh, but they've been playing with uh, uh, good fundamentals. You haven't seen a lot of fouls in this one. Lee knocks down the first free throw as five new Bears come on, but we've seen all five of these guys before. It's Weingarten and Vujtek in the backcourt. It'll be Scott, Diamond, and Tunnicliffe up front for St. Joe. Second free throw is long by Lee, rebounded by Scott, and he'll reset to Vujtek. We'll bring it down from right to left across the... Bear logo. Now to Weingarten, left wing. Goes off the diamond screen. To Tunnicliffe off the right wing. Now to the right corner to Vujtek. Vujtek off the screen finds Diamond. Now to Scott, left corner. Scott takes the diamond screen. Pass to Tunnicliffe. Out to Weingarten. Weingarten dribbles to the corner. Now off the screen. And up to Diamond. Swinging it to Vujtek, left side. Patient ball again here by the Bears. Vujtek, dump down pass to Diamond. And that's going to be a race by Jenkins, who played good straight up defense. 63 26. And Parker in transition, getting out to run. And the foul picked up by Weingarten, his second personal. Fourth team foul on St. Joe. That's going to put P.J. Parker at the line for Coloma as they trail 63-26 with 4.30 left to go in the fourth. This is exactly what you're talking about as we get closer to the end of this game of what can you build on within it. And we've seen some very nice possessions by Coloma up the last four uh, back and forth. With that is some good defense uh, and some good uh, opportunities in offense as well. Myers checks out. Taylor Owens checks back in for the Coloma Comets. He's their leading scorer with 11. Parker knocks the second free throw down. So that'll make it 63-27. Vujtek bringing it down for the Bears, who have the big lead. Now to Scott off the left wing, looking for Diamond, and finds Tunnicliffe instead off the right wing. Now to Vujtek. Tunnicliffe sets the screen. Vujtek to the top of the key to Diamond. To Weingarten, dribbling up off the left elbow. Now to Tunnicliffe up near the logo to Vujtek. In the right corner, the dump down to Scott. Scott up off the glass. That was a tough block, off, uh, tough shot off the left block for Scott. He converts that. It makes it 65-27. Here's Lee. Pass intended for Parker. Poked away by Weingarten. But Lee going to come back up with it, and he is locked up by Scott, who pokes it away out of bounds, and Coloma will get to reset with 321 left to go. This game brought to you by Siemens and Bridgman. See Siemens and Bridgman for your next vehicle. You'll be really glad you did. Coloma inbounds to Taylor Owens, who dribbles off the left wing, defended by Bushtek. Now to Lee. Lee with the jab step into the key. And now to Parker. Parker off the right elbow. Great pull-up jumper there. Wasn't able to convert the shot, but did draw the foul. I think that's going to be on Weingart. That will be his third personal and the 15th foul. This game also brought to you by Rogers Foodland. Rogers Foodland is your family food store. They're faster, easier, and friendlier at Rogers Foodland. By Crown Point Communities on Red Arrow Highway in Stevensville, it's where you go to live. By Campbell Ford Lincoln Celine, the best bottom line is always at the state line. First free throw will rim out for Parker. He's got five total points in the game. 2.25 left on the clock here. We do have a running clock now as St. Joe up 65-27. Second free throw will be up and in for Parker. Here's the inbound to Vujtek. 
breaks the trap, sends it opposite side, wanted the alley-oop for the jam, but a little bit high. Scott couldn't convert that one. Here's the pass now for the Comets to Jenkins inside. That is a tough, tough conversion by Jenkins, who was able to make that one go, and it's 65-30. Here's the inbound to Weingarten up to the logo, dribbling to the right wing. Now into the right corner inside the three-point line. Resets to Vujtek up top, defended by Lee. He'll dribble to the left wing, gets the diamond screen. Vujtek over to Scott. St. Joe going to be patient now. To Weingarten, right corner three is up and good. Kai Weingarten with his third triple of the game makes it 68-30 with 90 seconds left to go in this one. St. Joe leading big over Coloma. Taylor Owens, the up and under move. Kiss that one off the front of the rim, no good. But a, a nice little move that almost went down. Vujtek now gets up for the Bears. 68-30 the score. Defended by Parker. Scott gets it off the right sideline. The Tunnicliffe screen is passed up, and ball nearly poked away by a Comet. That was Parker. So it'll be Bears ball down on the left side. They'll inbound to Vujtek. Inside a minute to go here in the final quarter. Be sure to stick with us for the post-game show. We'll get the player of the game. We'll get the post-game stats, and we'll tell you who these teams face next. Weingarten, another three. That one out of the right-hand corner. I told you, Dan Lewig, he was going to start knocking some of them down after the first quarter looks just didn't go, and now he's got four three-pointers in the game, 71-30. Taylor Owens calls his number. His three ball is long, rebounded by Scott. 30 seconds to go. Scott in transition. Poke away by Taylor Owens. Stuck with that play on defense in transition and the nice little steal, but it's going to be out of bounds off the poke, and so it'll be Bears basketball with 20 seconds left to go here on the running clock. Weingart looking to inbound into the corner. Three ball up for Diamond. No good. Rebounded by Jones, and that's going to be a diving foul on Scott who was trying to get his own offensive rebound. Kind of a dangerous play there. you got to maybe let that go, but as time is running out, that foul was called against Scott, his third personal, the 16th foul. Our final here from St. Joseph. The Bears defeat the Coloma Comets 71-30. to We'll take a quick break when we come back. The postgame show is coming up next year on 94.9 WSJM. One size fits all? There's no such thing. Life isn't that standardized. Everyone is different. When it comes to medicine, truer words were never spoken. Sometimes a prescription for you, a loved one, or even a pet require compounding to avoid an allergic reaction or even converting from a solid pill to a liquid. Rogers Pharmacy fills compound prescriptions. A service that causes some to drive out of town to fill is happily provided by your family-owned food store and pharmacy. Rogers Foodland, the family food store. Hi, I'm Rob Wolf, CEO of Wolf Financial Advisory. Are you tired of running up and down the financial court of life? Do you have an end game strategy to pursue your financial goals? We can help. Go to wolffinancialadvisory.com and schedule your complimentary meeting so we can put your winning game plan in action today. Securities and advisory services are offered through USA Financial Securities. Member FINRA SIPC, a registered investment advisor. 
Have you ever missed an anniversary? Siemens and Bridgman almost did. Siemens is celebrating 40 years of being a Chrysler dealer. For the rest of the month, they'll be celebrating those 40 years with discounting most of their Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram inventory. Selection is great with over 50 Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram vehicles in stock. Combining those discounts with newly announced year-end incentives makes the celebration even better. See Siemens and Bridgman today. You might be really glad you did. News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. The game of the week on 94.9 WSJM is brought to you by Wolf Financial Advisory. When it's important to you, it's important to us. By Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, where everyone is welcome and love is served fresh daily. And by Parrot Company. Compare it to Parrot. And by Insurance Management Service, because some things are too important to buy online. With offices in Niles and St. Joseph, see Insurance Management Service. Joel Cordes, Dan Lewig here in the postgame show as the St. Joe Bears pull off the 71-30 win over the Coloma Comets. That moves St. Joe to 3-2 and two on the season. This was a non-conference game. Coloma falls to 0-5. St. Joe will see... Uh, Hackett Catholic Prep. Uh, no, excuse me. They'll be at Benton Harbor. I should know this because this is the game of the week coming up next week on Tuesday evening. St. Joe is at Benton Harbor. I'll be there for that one as it'll be the Bears and the Tigers tipping off. That should be a really good one. You don't want to miss it. That'll be here on 94.9 WSJM. Coloma will be next Tuesday at Hackett Catholic Prep of Kalamazoo. Let's talk uh, post-game stats here real quick. Kai Weingarten led the way for the St. Joe Bears with 14. It didn't look like that was going to be the case in the first half, but the three ball started to go down. He knocked down four trays. Lanier had 13. Sanders had 12. Holloman with nine. Brown with eight. Vujtek with six. Scott with four. Tunnicliffe with two. Diamond with one. So let me count that up. That was, what, 10 different players that scored for the, oh, let's see, two, three, four. Missing anybody here? Yeah, it was 10 because Laner, I forgot him. Laner had two points as well. So 10 different Bears score on the evening, leading the way for the Coloma Comets. 10 points from uh, Jenkins, who got those, Adarius Jenkins, uh, all in the second half. 11 from Taylor Owens, including eight in the first half. Six from Parker, two from Schroeder, two from Lee, two from Tanner. Dan Lewig, you mentioned to me while we were uh, on break that this game, even though it was 71-30 and we hit a running clock, it didn't actually feel like the lead was that big for a lot of this. It really didn't. It felt the, like we talked about, there was the the turnovers uh, and not getting those second-chance opportunities. Uh, The Bears converted on those, and those threes that weren't falling initially, they really started to fall in the, the second quarter, but then in the second half, all of them started really to go in on it. But this game felt closer than than what the score indicates with it. And I think if you're a Coloma, you're, you like what Adarius Jenkins, the junior forward, did all of his points in the second half, 10 points in the second half. He looked comfortable bringing the ball up, pushing the ball up, and then being a distributor and seeing how that would go from there with the offense. Defensively, he was showing some good interior presence there as well. 
so that was very positive for the Bears. It was that uh, the those jumping the passes, anticipating the passing lanes, leading to fast break opportunities. You saw that really stand out from start to finish, uh, and those second chance opportunities crashing the boards. Uh, but you mentioned before before we started the game that you wanted to see the Bears come out with more of a, a beginning rhythm, coming out hot, uh, and they definitely delivered on that. Yeah, even when they weren't scoring and shots weren't dropping during that first quarter, for whatever reason, whether you want to call that holiday rust or whatever, just the fact that the you know the Comets were playing pretty up-tempo ball and, and were playing good pressure there too. They were always good looks for St. Joe, even when it didn't fall. And you kept taking those looks, getting more and more chances, and eventually it started to drop, and the floodgates began to open. And I want to give the player of the game here to Chase Sanders, uh, number four for St. Joe, 12 points on the night, but it was his defense on the ball, especially on Taylor Owens, that created some discomfort, created some turnovers, uh, but then playing with pace once you got those turnovers or enough pressure that the passes were just maybe a little bit off, a little bit wild, and you had, like you said, Bears in the back line then playing free safety, able to force some turnovers. Those didn't always turn into fast break points. It's actually kind of surprising how many turnovers the Bears forced that they did not get out into transition for, but it took away those possessions from the Comets, and of course it allowed that the Bears to come up and set into that very patient uh, but very prolific offense tonight, 71 points and very hot shooting. I don't know what the percentage is, but very hot shooting in the second half. What you always like to see in the game is you like to see the in-game adjustments. When you see things taking place, and we saw right away, uh, Coloma was wanting to do those those long passes and really get it, get it down there. About third way through the second quarter, you already saw the hands going up more and making those more difficult passes and, and erasing that. When you saw Coloma really adding in that interior defense, you saw the counter right away being able to kick that back out and hitting the open three that went within it. Those are the types of things that you like to see in-game, what isn't working, to find something that is uh, afterwards, and you really saw the Bears capitalize. St. Joe hits the road, but barely so. On Tuesday, they'll be at Benton Harbor, and I'm looking forward to that one. It's going to be the game of the week. It'll be our first look at the Benton Harbor Tigers this season. And uh, for Coloma, again, they're going to hit the road Tuesday at Hackett Catholic Prep of Kalamazoo. Also coming up on the game of the week schedule, a little bit down the line, January 20th, it'll be Portage Central at St. Joe. And then January 26th, we'll get Lakeshore at Portage Central. So we'll be on the road for the game of the week. Final here from St. Joseph, the Bears down the Coloma Comets 71-30. Want to thank our sponsors who make this game possible, including Crown Point Communities on Red Arrow Highway in Stevensville. It's where you go to live. By Campbell Ford Lincoln Saline, the best bottom line is always at the state line. By Wolf Financial Advisory, when it's important to you, it's important to us. And by Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, where everyone is welcome and love is served fresh daily. I, of course, want to thank uh, my board op tonight, Quentin. Love working with you, man. Thanks for all you do. Thanks to fellow broadcaster at WSGM, Brett Witkowski, for some of the stats and scouting assistance behind the scenes here in the pregame. And, of course, thanks to my good buddy Dan Lewig for doing this game with me. First time in, like, 15-plus years we've gotten to do a game together. And it went by too fast, my friend. It went by way too fast. Always does. All right, final here one more time, 71-30. We'll sign off from 94.9 WSJM. A little hello to Wolfie as well. And uh, we'll see you from the game of the week. Good night.
You've been listening to the High School Basketball Game of the Week on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you in part by Siemens and Bridgman, Rogers Foodland, Parrot Company, Insurance Management Service, Crown Point Communities, Wolf Financial Advisory, Campbell Ford Lincoln Celine and Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. This is your home for great high school basketball. News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM Benton Harbor St. Joseph. Depend on us.